Section 90 of Fables of Aesop and Others. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Fables of Aesop and Others by Aesop Caesar and the Slave As Tiberius Caesar was upon a journey to Naples, he stopped at a house which he had upon the mountain Mycenaeus. As he was walking in the garden attached to the house, one of his domestic slaves appeared in the walks, sprinkling the ground with a watering pot in order to lay the dust, and this he did so officiously and ran with so much alertness from one walk to another that wherever the emperor went he still found his fellow mighty busy with his watering pot. But at last his design being discovered, which was to attract the notice of Caesar, by his extraordinary diligence in the hopes that he would make him free part of the ceremony of doing which consisted in giving the slave a gentle stroke on one side of his face his imperial majesty being disposed to be merry called the man to him when he came up full of joyful expectations of his liberty hark you friend say he i have observed that you have been very busy a great while but you were officiously meddling where you had nothing to do while you might have employed your time better elsewhere, and therefore I must tell you that I cannot afford a box on the ear at so low a price as you bid for it. Application Fedros tells us upon his word that this is a true story, and that he wrote it for the sake of a set of industrious idle gentlemen at Rome, who were harassed and fatigued with the daily succession of care and trouble because they had nothing to do always in a hurry but without business, busy but to no purpose, laboring under a voluntary necessity and taking abundance of pains to shew they were good for nothing. But what great town or city is so entirely free of this sect as to render the moral of this fable useless anywhere? For it points at all those officious good-natured people who are eternally running up and down to serve their friends without doing them any good, who by accomplissance, wrong judged or ill-applied, displease whilst they endeavour to oblige, and are never doing less to the purpose than when they are most employed. In a word, this fable is designed for the reformation of all those who endeavour to gain for themselves benefits and applause from a misapplied industry. It is not our being busy and officious that will procure us the esteem of men of sense, but the application of our actions to some noble useful purpose and for the general good of mankind. End of section 90